All right, for the week of July 12th, 2020, this is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. And I'm Dave. Hey, right on cue. Surprise. <laughs> uh, Dave is filling in for the internetless Josh. That's two weeks in a row, man. Three strikes and you're out, Josh. I'm telling you. Are you listening? Oh. You're out. All I right. Can sub. I can sub. <laughs> All right. So here's your news, Dave. You love the mini consoles. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, how many do you have? Uh, the Genesis, the NES, and the SNES. I haven't gotten the Turbo Graphics one yet. Oof, oof, that, that hurts. I'm uh, sorry. I just got the uh, Neo Geo Mini the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah, my uh, my family got it for me for my birthday, and it's a pretty sweet oh, little cool. thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, similar to the Neo Geo Mini, uh, Sega just announced the Astro City Mini Arcade. <laughs> I uh, saw that. And I was like, "How oh, John's gonna lose his mind?" <laughs> It is a tiny arcade cabinet loaded with 36 Sega arcade games. Um, they what, haven't listed all 36 yet, have they? Nope, just 10. And they okay. are as follows. Alien Syndrome, Alien Storm, Golden Axe, Golden Axe, The Revenge of Death Adder, Columns 2, <laughs> uh, Dark Edge, Ichidant R, never heard of that one, uh, Virtua Fighter, uh, Fantasy Zone and Altered Beast. Um, notable amongst those is uh, Golden Axe, The Revenge of Death Adder, because it's the first time it's ever gotten any kind of official home release. So, uh, wait. All of those were arcade games at one point? Yeah, yeah. Columns 2 was an arcade game? Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging quarters into there? I remember seeing that. I remember playing the first one. Yeah. But, no. Not the second one. Um, so much like the uh, Neo Geo uh, Mini, the Astro Mini or Astro City Mini Arcade uh, has support for HDMI out and external controllers. Uh, the price, though, is uh, translates to roughly 120 bucks. So that's, yeah, it's that, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, no word on a Western release yet, but uh, um, if it's anything like the other mini consoles, um, you know, hopefully it'll drop in price. Oh, it's happening quickly. Yeah. Well, the Turbo Graphics. How many games are on that? Were there 50? Uh, 50 plus. Yeah. Okay, because um, I was going to say that's a, that was about a hundred or a little over a hundred. Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. Um, okay. And and I say fifty plus because a, a handful of them were doubles. They had the Japanese and U.S. version. Oh right, yeah. Of the same games, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty neat. Uh, the the Neo Geo Mini. I'm actually kind of surprised by how much I like it. You know, it's just a neat little toy. Um, so I don't know if this dropped in price and came to the West. I, I might pick it up. Did you hook it up to the TV already? Not the yet. Geo one? Not oh. yet. No, I just uh, um, I, I just got home and I needed a uh, HDMI mini uh, cable to do oh, it, and okay. I, I had to wait till I got home to get it. Uh, next up, Dave. I know you're a big Ease fan, huge Ease fan. <laughs> uh, Ease Origin. <laughs> Uh, is getting a digital and physical release yes. uh, <laughs> on the Switch. Uh, so it's already out on the PC, uh, and uh, and I believe it's also out on like uh, PS4, Vita, and Xbox One, and I'm pretty sure you've got a copy on each console. Yeah, well, I'm going to download all of them right now. Yeah, good. Um, uh, the physical like, release... Again. 
<laughs> the physical release is coming via limited run games. Um, so, Dave, oh, okay. not that I need to tell you, but East Origin is a <laughs> is a prequel uh, that takes long before the birth of uh, the uh, the the regular protagonist in the East games, Adol Kristen. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, duh, duh, right. <laughs> so it it tells the story of the land of East, uh, the mysterious continent once ruled over by two goddesses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know the story. We don't have to go through it all. Um, the the most I've ever played of any of those series is for about ten minutes in the car on the way to um, that place you went to. Yeah, that place. Oh gosh, Midwest it's, Gaming Classic. It's late. Yes. Yes. All right. What did MG you City. What'd you play it on? Like a switch your switch. Yeah, oh, you, that's you, right. Yeah. You handed me your switch, and I just went through like your plethora of games and just tried them all. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually so that's that's uh, East Eight, I believe, and I think I've only played about thirty minutes of that game. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so pre-orders are open now. Uh, if you go Ooh. to if you go to Limited Run. Uh, at their website, uh, the collector's edition includes a poster, a physical copy of the original soundtrack, and a collector's box. So there you go. No official, well. no official release date, but uh, it's coming out later this year. Next up, Dave, uh, the uh, Xbox Series X is coming, um, and we're all a, a Twitter about that. <laughs> Just hitting all my favorites tonight. I know. Uh, July July to to this morning. Uh, July twenty third is uh, is the day that they are doing another showcase uh, of more games for the uh, Xbox Series X. So uh, the stream will begin at nine a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern, and of course uh, eleven, the most important time, our time, Central time. and there will be a Summer Game Fest pre-show uh, starring, of course, Jeff Keighley. Are you excited? <laughs> I will I will watch the Discord updates. Yeah, yeah. Like crazy. So uh, here's one that you're going to be excited. Um, I believe... All right. I believe... Give me something good. You, for a while, I believe you had this app that was like uh, a um, trivia app where you could win prizes, like money. Uh, was that you? That was you, right? And you, you play it like once a day, and there's like this trivia app. Yeah, what was that called? I don't, I don't know, but but uh, <laughs> it went. So it was like a flash in the pan. Yeah, it was like oh, you know trivia something or other. Uh, uh, but I oh, trivia HQ or HQ or yeah, something. I think I think yeah. you're right. Um, yep. and, and you play it like once a day or something, and um, twice a day. It was like yeah, the family would gather around. It was a live stream. Well, uh, Tetris is doing something similar. Um, yeah, the Tetris mobile app is getting a massive reboot, and at the center is a new daily competition that turns the classic puzzler into a live game show. It's called Tetris Prime Time, and uh, it's essentially a cross between an esports competition and an HQ trivia. Huh, there it is. It's right there. I just had to read a little further. <laughs> Boom. An HQ trivia-like live experience. So every night, players can play for a chance at winning their share of a $5,000 prize pool. Um, Hot dog. Yeah. Uh, Uh, (laughs) HQ trivia went up in flames bad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like like somebody freaked out on air bad. Oh, awesome. Well, I mean, at least Tetris is 
they got a they got a good business model to to follow. Then I guess. <laughs> Um, They're like, man, we got to do that. Yeah, yeah, what could go wrong? Uh, Tetris Primetime will air seven days a week. There will be multiple iterations each day at 7.30 local time, uh, based in a handful of cities around the world. Um, uh, It doesn't show one in our time zone, but uh, I'm sure there is one. It just isn't listed at the moment. Uh, And will be available in 16 countries at launch with a total of a million dollars earmarked for prizes in the first year. Uh, there will be a hosted video component that turns the game into a televised competition. Uh, it will be hosted by New Zealand actor Millen Baird. Um, and Millen. Yeah, and it will feature everything from previews of the night's competition to highlight reels of the day's best plays. So uh, there you go. Um, I might check that out. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. Uh, I don't see like a, uh, like a, like a firm date on this thing. Um, but, uh, it's, it's coming soon. It sounds kind of neat, you know? And, yeah. and, and my wife loves Tetris. So if, uh, if there's the, uh, if I can dangle the carrot in front of her of, Hey, you could win up to $5,000, you know, maybe <laughs> she'll play it and bring daddy home some bacon. Hmm. <laughs> your face. You can't see your face right now. <laughs> Very self-satisfied. <laughs> yes. Dave, that's our news. Wow, that's fast. Holy I know, God. I know. Lightning round this shit, man. All right. We got to get through I it. I like it. All right, so let's go with the new releases. I'm going to tell you the new releases, and you're going to stop me when you're excited about something, okay? That's how <laughs> All this right. goes. All right, okay. so first up, we've got Hyperscape. This is for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Not stopping me, so I'm moving along. Nope. Death Stranding PC. Yep. Neon, Neon Abyss for all consoles. I don't know anything about it. Me neither. Uh, Rocket Arena for Xbox, PS4, and PC. Is that like Rocket League, but Rocket Arena? Sure. Let's call it that. Oh. It's probably not, okay. but we're going to say it is. Ooblets <laughs> uh, for Xbox and PC. I, I feel like I've seen something about this Ooblets. Yeah, game. I have too. Yeah, uh, but not, just... a, not enough to care. Nope. Uh, Beyond a Steel Sky for uh, PC, Mac, and Linux. Hunting Simulator 2 for PC. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you. Go ahead. Okay, there was a time where I was really into Cabela's hunting games. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. That's... Oh, man. I played. It was when I had a PC. I would play the heck out of those games. That is so out of character for you. I loved like, it. I, I don't know why. I can't picture that. Every uh, once in a while, I think about picking one up for PS4. And then I assume this is like a spinoff of Hunting Simulator 2, uh, Radical Rabbit Stew uh, for for PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. At least they're hitting all the consoles. Uh, That's right. Uh, And then here we go, uh, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, which is like like a DLC or an expansion, I guess. Well, it's like a full. It's a full sequel, and you'll actually get it for free if you already own the first one. That's pretty awesome. So it's like you're reading my notes almost. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> but I don't own the first one. But I thought about buying it. You the should. It's like twenty five bucks. It's really good too. It's really well, good. I've only played it in VR, uh, which was super fun. But I didn't understand the concept uh, when I first played it. Uh, 
Would it be fun just as a regular console game? Absolutely, it would be. I've played it. Uh, oh, just uh, all right. Just uh, the regular non-VR vanilla version, and it's cool, man. It's just oh, enough. okay. It's, I mean, I mean, it's really not rocket science, Dave. If you move, everybody else moves. If you stop moving, everybody else stops. That's right. It. That's I, that's. The I concept. didn't understand that in VR. <laughs> I thought you just had to move as fast as possible. Oh, that's awesome! I uh, actually, I love, I love it in VR because it's almost like you're playing Twister, right? Because like you're, you're oh, like yeah, contorting was... yourself, and you're like, got to get in the right position. That was like one of my favorite VR games I've played so far. I it's think. pretty great. Uh, and then we've got, I'm gonna. These are our co picks of the week this week. Uh, I've got both of these games pre-ordered. I'm super pumped for them. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario: The Origami King. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. I wanna. I'm. I'm a little leery because I have. I never finished uh, Sikoro. Yeah. Uh, well, this one I believe is probably not as like punishing. You know. Yeah. It's. Um, it's like. It's more. I mean, it's made by Sucker Punch, right? Like the, yeah. the team behind. Um, Infamous Sly Cooper. Yeah. 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 I never finished Infamous. I've, I've never so I, honestly I've never played Infamous. I should, but I, I've, I never I, have. I beat the one on the PS3 one, but I never beat the PS4 one. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they do the like the like, level designs and stuff like that, or like the open world design for Ghosts. Yeah, yeah me too. I uh, I'm actually uh, just before we started. I've been watching samurai movies just to prepare myself. I was watching, I was watching Thirteen Assassins just uh, before we started recording. Uh, I've never seen that. Uh, it's it's pretty good so far. Um, and then uh, Paper Mario. Any interest in that? Yeah, I'm curious uh, if it's turn based. If it's strictly turn based, I'll probably be out. But it doesn't seem like it will be. No, it's it's got some kind of wacky. That's like uh, a hybrid, right? Yeah, it's got some kind of wacky battle system. I watched just a little bit of the um, uh, the Nintendo Treehouse Live thing they had the other day. I didn't watch a ton. When of they um, when they wowed us with Bakugan. Yeah, exactly. Next thing on your exactly. You missed that on the news. List. I did miss it because you know I figured everybody already knew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, and and Christine, my wife, she's super pumped for Paper Mario. She loves those games, man. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, I, I think uh, Thousand Year Door may have been may have been the first one she played, and she loved it. And she's been like playing every one of them since then. That's that's the last one I played. Has there been more than that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, right. None of them very great. Like none of them have okay. uh, been as good as Thousand Year Door. Uh, people bagged on Sticker Star quite a bit, but I loved Sticker Star. I thought it was fun. Was Thousand Year Door on GameCube? Yeah. Or was it on the Wii? Okay. It was on GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first two Paper Marios have have still been my favorite. Um, Super Paper Mario I thought was garbage, um, and then I never played the Color Splash one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I just never got around to it. Um, yeah, so that's my Paper Mario story for you. Uh, let's get to the game Spotlight, Dave. Yes. All right, so the game Spotlight, here's what we do. It's, it's exactly what it sounds like. I pick a game, we talk about it. Um, okay. and, and this week, Dave, we're going to talk about a recent re-release for the Nintendo Switch, and that is Mr. Driller Drill Land. Oh, all right. This game, Dave, is fantastic. Um, 
and I'm going to put it out there right away. It's a little bit on the pricey side. Um, it's, it's, I believe it's, oh man, it might be 40 bucks. It's at least 30, um, which I know that people, uh, people, uh, see that price tag on a, on a, on a puzzle game, uh, in this, in this day and age and they scoff at it. They say, nay, sir, I'll have none of that. Um, it's a re-release though. What, what system was it originally on? I was originally on the Japanese GameCube, so it never came to the States. Okay. All right. Um, so this, I don't know if, if you've, have you ever played Mr. Driller? Uh, for no, any, well, any no, it turns out I got it confused with another drill game and Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, Drill Dozer? Yeah, Drill Dozer. Oh, that game's so pretty I was fun. Like, oh, that, yeah, I was like, oh, a re-release of Drill Dozer, awesome. And then I saw that it was a puzzle game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is not what I thought. No, so, uh, Mr. Driller, in a nutshell, is, is you're this dude and you're drilling down. Uh, and there are multiple color, uh, like, uh, they're not, they're bricks, but they're not like all the same size. Like they're kind of, uh, random sizes. And so you drill down and if you drill one color, then the other colors kind of fall down above it. And, uh, as colors, uh, as like, like colors, uh, like fall and they, and they reach the other, like if a blue, blue brick falls and it meets another blue brick, they'll kind of merge. Right. And it'll okay. stop there. So you can kind of drill, but then get underneath it. And, you know, and, and that's how you get to the bottom. And that's that's uh, in a, a very inaccurate and probably poorly worded nutshell <laughs> is the premise behind Drill Dozer. I can picture it now. Yeah. And there are uh, there are like gems you can collect. There are different, you know, uh, things you can collect. And, and and what makes Mr. Driller Drill Land awesome is that there are, I believe, five or six different um variations of play so the premise of this game is you're going to drill land which is uh like a like a disneyland uh type uh, amusement park uh built just for mr driller and his cohort friends uh by the uh nefarious dr manhole (laughs) (laughs) pretty great right that's is that a translation issue or i don't know i hope not <laughs> i think it's terrific um, digital. yeah so uh so anyway uh yeah um so you, you go to the so it's set up like disney world kind of right and you're you go to these different uh exhibits and each one is like a, almost like a ride except it's just like mr driller um and they've got uh, they've got different themes to each. So one is like themed after uh, what's that game called? Tower of Draga, that old Namco game. Um, and so you're drilling down and you're having to find the key in one one you know area and then get to another area and that key will open you know a dungeon or whatever or treasure and and there will be like little enemies that you'll have to drill through like little slimes or little uh, knights and stuff um so that's pretty cool there's another one called something's the effect of uh drindy's adventures or something which is basically like an indiana jones knockoff so you'll oh, dr- cool. you'll drill down and then like you know the big ball at the beginning of raiders of the lost ark you know, like that'll yep. start falling toward you, and you got to get the hell out of the way before you get <laughs> squirted by the ball. Um, and then there'll be like spikes that you have to drill through before they close in on you and stuff like that. Um, there's another one that's like a horror themed, uh, where there are ghosts and uh, bats and uh, all sorts of stuff, and you have to collect holy water. So it's almost, it's got almost like a, uh, a little bit like, like a Castlevania. Castlevania. Vibe. Yeah, a little bit. Um, there's another one that's like uh, space themed and you know that's self-explanatory. 
Uh, and I'm forgetting the last one, of course. Um, but anyway, and then there, there are all sorts of collectibles you can get. Um, so you can go to like the, uh, the store area and it's just like in Disneyland where they got like the, you can go buy cards, like playing cards, uh, or trading cards and, you know, you'll spend your money and it's, you know, you'll try to get, you know, uh, collect them all basically. Or, uh, these little items that are basically just, you know, quasi, like they look like amiibo almost, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, so you'll you'll buy that stuff, and it's just like a collectathon kind of thing that you'll use the money, the currency that you get from each of the different modes to purchase these little trinkets, and it just kind of it's it's pointless, but it like ups the replay because you know. No, it sounds pretty fun. You're trying to complete all this stuff, and then of course, yeah. also like Disney World, uh, is there's like a parade. Uh, for whatever reason, you can go to the parade area and it's basically like the credits, you know, and so the credits roll yeah. and then the little characters come by on the floats and everything nice. and it's all like neon and, and whatnot. And then, so every time you can, so there are different levels to each stage as well. So every time you beat like a level in all five uh, uh, stages or all five modes, I guess, um, you'll get stamps for each one in your little stamp passport book and then there's like a boss battle. And then you'll go back and you'll beat level two in all of the modes and you get your stamps and then there'll be like a boss battle. Um, it's really cool, man. Um, if you're a fan of kind of quirky puzzlers like uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris or uh, uh, Sushi, uh, what the hell, uh, Sushi Striker. Sushi Striker. If, yeah. you're, if you're a fan of like quirky uh, little puzzle games like that. Yeah. That have goofy uh, kind of anime story stories behind them, you know, that you can skip through if you want. But they're kind of cutesy anyway, and they're they're kind of fun. Uh, this this is a really great game. It's got uh, two different modes of difficulty. Uh, one is casual, which I find myself playing quite a bit because it's just like comfort food. You know, I just sit down and I I blast through a few levels, and then it's got like the normal classic uh, GameCube. Uh, difficulty and that's actually pretty damn challenging those are those are pretty hard to get through um totally recommend it again i get that the price tag might be a bit much for some but some people who are like ah, it's just a puzzle game i'm not spending that on that uh wait for a wait for a sale i guess i, I can't it can't sounds deny. like there's quite a bit to do in there there's a ton to do there's a ton to do and it's it's a really clever and really well done game and it's you know mr driller is unlike most you know, puzzlers out there, you know, it's not like a block, block dropping puzzle or, you know, whatever. Um, it's, it's just fun. It's, 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 not, it's not a platformer by any means, but it's still, I kind of just, when I'm moving around, I almost feel like I'm playing a platformer, you know? Yeah. It controls very well, which is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> now, Dave, at this point, yes. I generally ask a last question. Uh, right. to uh, to bend your mind a little bit. Um, and, and I haven't thought of one. So uh, off the top of my head, I'm just going to ask you, what's your favorite puzzle game of all time? Oh, gosh. Uh... This is why we have Dave on. It's like, it's <laughs> lightning fast. <laughs> I shouldn't give you a hard time I, because I should say that I called you at the last minute after like saying, "Hey, I might not, I might need you for yeah, a co-host." No, and then I was like, me. and then I was like, "Oh, never mind, you're out. Josh is in." Oh, and, oh, I know, I know what it is. Okay, the witness, ahead. the witness. Oh, I was like the movie no. <laughs> with yeah, the Amish Harrison people. Ford? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a puzzler of a plot. Yeah. <laughs> 
The Witness. Yeah, the All right. Witness. Yeah. Uh, was that the uh, Jonathan Blow game? Yeah, Jonathan Blow. Yeah. It's environmental, kind of like a new version of Mist. Yeah. Uh, once. One, one time. Out of that game. One time podcast guest. Guest. Yeah, Jonathan. Right. Yeah. Jonathan Blow. Uh, back when we there had was, a little bit of credibility. There was a couple of puzzles where I went to bed and yeah. I thought, "Oh crap! I know the solution now." Got out of bed. <laughs> Came down, finished the puzzle, yeah, and then laid awake in bed because I was so jazzed that I figured it out. <laughs> I love games like that, man. Where, yeah, that game was nuts. Were you? Uh, I, did you ever notice that? Like, it's not even for puzzle games, but did you ever notice that? Just sometimes, even like an action game, you'll get so frustrated. You'll be like, "I can't get this." You'll walk yeah. away. You'll come back yep. twenty minutes, and you'll blast through it, no problem. Oh yeah, I had that experience a lot with the the 3DS Castlevania games. Yeah. I'd get stuck on a boss, and I'd just be like, ah. And then, then I'd be laying there in bed, like I think I can, I think I can get the pattern down. And then I would beat him. <laughs> yep. You go back, and you're like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. I just yep. needed, I just needed to tug one out or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that is uh, Mojo Weekly for this week. Uh, you can find us all over the internet. Uh, you can go to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Mojo Menace and watch Mojo Show every other week. Uh, on uh, the social media networks, we're there as Mojo Menace. Uh, Dave even uh, created an Instagram account. Uh, which We've got I... like 16 followers now. <laughs> 16? Yeah. Holy cow, yeah. it's pretty good for nobody uh, ever saying anything about and it. Or me not doing... posting anything about it. <laughs> Uh, 16 random bots. Uh, uh, so, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, are, we're Mojo Menace. Our website is mojomenace.com, where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. And if you go there and you click up at the top of the page, you can get a link to our uh, our Discord uh, chat room where, you know, there's always somebody farting around in there. Oh, yeah. um, usually lag, ripping big farts. <laughs> Uh, caused by his giant sandwiches. <laughs> I was, was going to say, they're not all bots on our Instagram account. We do have Legs Grandma following That's us. That's right. Holy Christ, I forgot. Legs Grandma follows us. It's so weird. I've, I started following her back. Are you serious? I was really tempted to make her my only follower. <laughs> or like the only person that I follow. Oh, you should. You should. Hey, Legs Grandma. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Dave, thank you for filling in. Yeah, uh, fun. Even after I like, even after I shut you down and then brought you back, came groveling back. No, I really yeah. do need you. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, Josh's internet figures itself out. He's got Charter Spectrum, and uh, I—that's my cabin internet service. And my God, oh. my God, they're bad, so bad. Yeah. It's too bad. So anyway, all right. See you next all right. week.